Thanks for listening to a new episode of Standby Secrets. This is Matt. And this is Selena. And Millie is in London right now. So we have guest host, our friend Selena's third episode she's been on. And um, she was very excited to come on and fill in for Millie. So uh, I hope Millie's having a great time and um, she'll be back soon. I know. Thank you both for letting me co-host. I feel like I'm just filling in big shoes. So I really appreciate you guys having me on again. Are you guys have like a similar shoe size? No, I don't think we even do. No. <laughs> oh, we can cut that lame feet. joke. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So today we're going to be talking about Selena's experience on cruising, how airline employees can get cheap cruises, and how anyone really could get a cruise for almost free, including myself. So um, it's going to be all about cruises. Uh, I think I think you guys will enjoy this one. I've personally never taken a cruise. Selena has. But I, I know I have done a lot of research about how you guys can do free or almost cheap, you know, really cheap cruises. Um, we've also met some um, perks is a big thing with uh, does airline employee discount cruises. And um, we've met some of the people with perks um, and Dallas there. And I just think it's really interesting opportunity to travel where you can get really good value. And, um, you know, going a big boat. I mean, if you're like me and you like airplanes, I think you're probably going to like a, a giant cruise ship. It's pretty, pretty cool and a unique thing to do because I know everybody loves flying. But, you know, cruise ships, if you can get it for really cheap, it's, it's another way to kind of do a vacation. And, you know, it's like a hotel and in, 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 a, in a plane in one. So, um. First thing, I mean, how was your week, Selena? Um, you know, this week we kind of like to do with Millie, just run down and, you know, tell us a little about, about what's going on, any travel plans you have and what's going on with that. Well, thankfully, a close friend of mine actually gave me their flight benefits. So I'm back on it, baby. Back on the benefits. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I think I'm planning to go to San Diego first to meet up with like a little friend reunion slash birthday uh, so we'll see how that one turns out. How long until you're trying to do that? Uh, probably Juneteenth, June 17, 18, because my job gives it as a federal holiday. Oh, nice. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's good to be back on. And you don't have Zed yet, but I think six, you know, once you get Zed too, that will be we'll be on incredible. JSX. We'll do JSX. <laughs> yeah, we'll do JSX together. That you guys will be... talk about it so much. I'm like, I got to experience <laughs> this for once. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you're getting the... Benefits of making more money outside the airline industry and, <laughs> and, and having flight benefits. Best of both worlds. Yeah, true, true. Um, so ta- let's get into the main topic today, cruising. I guess first thing, just kind of break down what's your experience like with cruising? When did you go? When was the first cruise? Kind of give me a rundown. So I've actually done two cruises, one possibly the best you could ever experience, and then the second one the absolute worst type of experience, and those are more of those updates that you make yourself of and the choices you make yourself and not necessarily based off of the cruise line because I'm not trying to be negative towards a specific cruise line but just saying the choices you make are so imperative of how to enjoy that whole experience so in 2015 for my high school graduation present my mom's actually booked the Disney cruise and it was called the dream and it goes to the Bahamas and it was absolutely stunning amazing but we don't really have that much money so my mom not only saved up enough beforehand like a couple years beforehand just to do this cruise she still ended up paying for it like years later oh wow so i mean it's an amazing experience and disney's definitely one of the more expensive but um 
you know, just one of those that you got to be careful with. So you went on Disney. And where did you leave out of? So in Disney, we left out of uh, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. And then we stopped at one of Disney owns a private island, of course. So they have their own. That's where we made one of our stops. And then the second day, we stopped in the Bahamas. So was it a three-day No, cruise? it was, I think, five. Five. five okay. Days, That's good. If I recall correctly. But, it, you know, they had a lot of excursions that you could do on the private uh, island that they had. So we did bike riding. And then also, we got to swim with uh, stingrays that they, you know, debarb so you're not in danger. <laughs> oh, I honestly never even thought about that, that they didn't have, like, barbs or whatever the thing. I just... I guess I'm thinking of manta rays. I'm thinking of manta rays, right? That's, well, that's a safe have... one. No, no. Well, are manta rays? Manta rays are the ones that are like safe, right? You would oh. touch. I don't know. <laughs> we're definitely were not dangerous. a sea life kind of people. I don't know. We went to the aquarium together. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they both can be very dangerous oh. to humans. But um, what they do is they have like a net so that um, no native animals or fish can come in and out so it's just the ones that they brought in essentially okay except like the little teeny ones that can get through the net but no sharks <laughs> so let's let's go back to starting the cruise out so you go to fort lauderdale and where were you living at the time i was living in washington so it was oh, so you quite flew, a flight did, out did you fly there the day before no and uh, we were there two weeks prior because uh, we have some family and friends oh, okay. there, and we went just to Disney World in general, too. It was oh, a very, double Disney. A double Disney. Very Disney-oriented trip. And it was amazing, and it was a great time. But I would always recommend to people, do not fly in the same day for your cruise. That's like Especially if you're doing a standby. Oh, my God. That's the dumbest thing you probably do. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not on standby. But even just like a regular ticket, you yeah. never know what delays or cancellations if you'll even make it. And, and the ship doesn't wait. There's no it's not like not you can go wait. on the next day's ship. It Mm-mm. doesn't know how it works with cruising. Nope. You won't make it. So So you get down to Fort Lauderdale and kind of what's the initial impressions like getting on the ship? Um, do you have do you recall that kind of experience and like what what everything was like? Did you and what what kind of room was like and everything like that? Well the room was small. We couldn't you know afford the fancy ones with the balcony, but Getting on the ship was super easy. I mean, there's even Mickey standing around. They have all the characters waiting for you. Um, and it's not like you're waiting in a long line. Like, they did it pretty well where they have everyone spread out. So it's not like you're standing on your feet the whole time just tr- trying to in-process. Um, and then what I would recommend when you're also getting on the cruise ship is make sure you pack on your carry-on with a... Uh, with your swimsuits or anything that you'd want to do activities in. I've heard that before. So you can just like hop on and start mm-hmm. having fun instead of waiting for your luggage. Yeah. Well, you can also bring on your luggage if, you, and I would always recommend that too, if you can, because it's such a hassle to try to get your luggage back. Um, not with Disney necessarily, but it just takes a lot longer. And then waiting for your stateroom to open up. Oh, you have to wait ha- for the room to open up. I didn't know that. Yeah, it depends on how early you get there or like what your time slot is. But typically you have to wait for your stateroom to be available. And that's usually also with getting your luggage at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So you take off out of the port. What are, I mean, what was your impressions of the ship and everything? What is that ship like? The ship was pretty big. And I would say even if you're not a Disney adult um, or you I'm don't. I'm not a Disney adult. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> even if you don't have kids or you're not into it, like if you enjoy even just being at disneyland disney world 
it's an amazing ship with so many activities. I mean, they completely separate everything by age. So they have activities for everyone in different sections. The food is great. Um, honestly, I would always recommend it 10 out of 10 if you can find ways to get it cheap or can afford it. Okay, so on the ship, is there a lot? I mean, is it pools? Is there like, I mean, what kind of activities? I know shows, right? Shows, Oh, yeah, pools. for sure. Shows for with all the characters. They always have the characters around doing okay. um, certain activities. I mean, even at the time, I wasn't 21, but I remember doing, uh, it was like a class to make mocktails. Oh, nice. And that was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it was fun and it was nice at the time. But I will say, too, with all cruises, it's pretty difficult to do all the activities it doesn't matter how small the ship okay. is wow they always have something planned by the hour um so there's always something to take advantage of and i know for the few things i did do uh, i mean i just had a great time uh, the mocktails was probably my favorite only because it was so freaking delicious <laughs> <laughs> now um how do you kind of choose what activities you're going to do and how do you book them and how does that work is it all included generally on the ship or is it a lot of extra paying things so for dining experiences it depends so like buffets are always included but when you want like a special package or a special restaurant that they have on there you usually have to book it ahead of time if you want a specific time slot usually there's like extra slots open but they're not inconvenient times like usually they're at 8 p.m or something okay so i would say it's worth it to me to pay extra to go to those restaurants because usually they're very specialty, very high end. Um, sometimes they even tell you to dress up to those events too. And you mm -hmm. can't just, you know, walk up in the swimsuit you just got out of the pool from. But um, yeah. Okay. So now that was a great cruise, right? I mean, you saw the islands, Disney. I think they're known for being really pricey, but also they deliver their experience with that. So what about your second cruise? I know you went on one way more recently. Yeah, I went on one last year in October. I went on a Royal Caribbean called Grandeur of the Seas, and it went out of Galveston, Texas to Mexico. And where do you know where it went in Mexico? I went to Cozumel and then uh, Puerto Maya. Okay, interesting. I believe. I know. I literally just did it and already forgot. Puerta <laughs> Costa Maya. I think okay, that's okay. Yeah. So how many days is that one? So that one, I believe, was pretty quick turnaround. It was only five days. It was mostly because I had just started my new job. And so I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm starting this new position, but bye. I'm going to be leaving yeah, for yeah. two weeks. <laughs> so it was only five days, but it went to two ports. So... Okay, so this cruise, your husband booked it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so my so yeah, what was that? What was the whole experience on the ship and everything like that? I know you said it was a smaller or a, not the biggest boat compared to the Disney. No, so this one was actually the oldest ship that Royal Caribbean has on its uh, fleet. So it's probably the smallest ship they even have in general, let alone the smallest I've experienced out of the two times. Like a dinghy or what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not a dinghy. I mean, it did get renovated in 2012, so 10 years prior. Yeah. They had, you know, some things that were updated, but... Like gaudy, like, like um, how to, what was the style of then? Like the um, really... Out like obscure like Tuscan style. Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Not trying to bash on any giant bat things line, of but... like apples. Yeah. <laughs> Not trying to bash on anyone, but yeah, it was definitely 
outdated. And the thing was, is that when we were booking it, it, you know, we booked it based off of convenience for ourselves. So we were thinking, let's go to Texas. It's a lot closer. Let's do a five day cruise. We can only go in October. But when you really plan out a cruise, it should, you should look at the entertainment, the activities, the relaxation and the adventures to the ship and not even the cruise line. Because every cruise line is different, but also within themselves, they have very different ships. So you really have to look at what you want to do when you're in there. Because it's 50% of your time, you know. So Yeah. So you get on the ship in Galveston and what was your kind of initial thoughts and like what did you think of like on the ship kind of experience? So on the ship, we decided to pay to come early. So they, I feel like Royal Caribbean is one of those uh, cruise lines that definitely, you know, you're paying less, right, in general, but you are paying for little extra experiences here and there that you normally wouldn't maybe for another cruise line. So we did pay to come early just because we didn't want to deal with the hassle of checking in and being able to enjoy, you know, like start the vacation right away. And we did fly in a day prior which i will say very important right but um so because we were already there ahead of time we're like well let's just get on early let's start enjoying food you can um book to start your um, restaurants early and then you can also be poolside so i will always recommend to bring on anything that you will want to enjoy the activities as you're waiting around for your actual luggage to make it to the stateroom Mm -hmm. because you know you're waiting for your stateroom basically they wait until everyone's on board to kind of activate everyone. Oh, that's weird. You would, th- I would like to be able to go in in my room and just like throw yeah, shit down. And yeah. just throw it away. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, you still have to wait it out a bit because, you know, they're still cleaning up, especially depending on like, you know, cruises, cruise ships go from place to place and then they also, you know, rotate on a regular basis. So they were probably still cleaning up from the last um cruise line (laughs) so how was the destinations you kind of went to was that good was that part of the cruise that was good or was it just the ship that you didn't like so i will say i didn't like the ship because it was again it was smaller so i did get seasick which i did not experience on the first one it was um i will say if you do tend to get seasick just a little tip the lower deck you book it the less you'll feel it um that makes sense yeah just you know gravitational pull and all but for the excursions, I did like them, but again, it was a little difficult <laughs> because when I travel, you know me, I like to travel a lot. When I travel to new places, I don't like to go to the same place twice. So I, I'll go to Mexico multiple times, but I try not to go back to the same city. Okay. So when we were in Cozumel, we didn't know that we booked something all the way back in Tulum. So we had to take a ferry to get back (laughs) all the way to Tulum. And honestly, that's a little scary to me because, you know, they will not wait for anyone on the ports, no matter what cruise line it is. You know what's something that I just want to interject here? You can actually get fined if you um, don't get on the ship in time. Like some, um, some countries, like if you don't get on the ship and you don't leave with the ship, like they'll send, they'll give you a fine unless that's just the cruise line and eventually to you. Because Jeez. of, I found that on like TikTok from a lawyer. <laughs> um, because uh, something with like, you know, the, the amount of time you're allowed to be in the country with the cruise is different than if you had like a flight. So you might not have need a visa for some countries That's true, with yeah. the cruise. So they'll say assess a fine if you don't get on the ship. I've never knew that. That's interesting. That makes sense though, because yeah, you're not going in a, like as normal people would from the airports with the visa or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. No, that stinks. But yeah, so for when we went all the way back to t- uh, Tulum, it again, 
and it was like taking at least an hour just to get there and then an hour back and we ended up going in cenotes which are those cave oh, systems I, love that. I know oh i mean we really did enjoy our experience and it was very nice because our guide was very sweet he was like it was only a group of eight of us so he was like when do you guys want to go? When do you guys want to leave? How like asking us our comfort level instead of just having things booked to a specific time. So we ended up leaving a little bit early from the cenotes, only so, only so we could go to a grocery store there and rack up on souvenirs, so That's we didn't smart. have to pay for the you know the port fines and all the expensive things. But yeah, I enjoyed the excursions for sure. I think it was just more the ship itself. We weren't prepared for all the activities, and for me, I. I'm only a social drinker. I'm not a person that just will drink all the time on vacation just to do so. Um, so it was hard because I got the drink package and then it, I felt like it kind of went to waste because I was just like laying around on the beach chair and then not really doing a lot. Oh, of was it really quiet? There was no like music and like kind of club vibe or um, anything? No, there was music and they had so they had this huge screen in which they would play movies on. And then if they weren't playing movies... It wasn't Vine or TikTok. I don't know what this app was called. I can't recall. But they were basically playing something that was like a TikTok scroll of random videos. Of- That's so random. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was entertaining. Relate with the youth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, on most cruise ships, they have pretty like weak Wi-Fi. So, you know, that's what most people want to do, right? Scroll through TikTok. So, I guess they just put it on the big screen because in reality, you're not. Even if you purchase the Wi-Fi, you're probably not going to have the best signal to, you know scroll around on social media interesting interesting anything else you didn't really love about that ship um let's see i no. i would just say it was more just not my style there was definitely people there who are absolutely enjoying themselves so again it's not a knock on the cruise line itself it's just me and my personal experiences and what i enjoy to do but you know it's just it is what it is and i learned my lessons of like little things here and there and what to do so you're gonna book a third cruise let's say you're gonna book a third uh you know your third cruise here what do you do different what do you do that you recommend others to do that you know when you're booking this another cruise say so i think the biggest question most people have is if the drink package is worth it or not and i will say there's always like different diagrams that show whether it's worth it but i will note when you do your excursions off of the um, the boat, you usually have to pay for drinks outside there or it's part of the excursion that you paid for. Okay. So you think like, oh, if I divide this amount of money, let's say I paid $600 for a drink package divided by the amount of days, that's how much it's worth. But you really have to take into account if you're going to be day drinking in the location you're at, are you still going to be drinking when you come back? And most people, I mean, yes or no. But <laughs> uh, if I would say if you have two drinks of or at least two cocktails or more and beers it might be worth it um but a little tip that i figured out was that you can bring two 750 milliliter wine bottles onto cruise ships depending on the cruise line i I know it's not true for all of them i think oh really yeah i think some of them you can't bring any alcohol so nowadays Mm. I think that I think it's just like people have been trying to cheat it or something. No, that oh, <laughs> or get I too drunk seen... on like a short cruise. Well, they will stop you even if you pay for that drink package. I saw people that were getting halted. They were like, "You're not allowed any more drinks." Oh, okay. So they will they will cut your fun if you're acting out of line. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I will say, of course, just look at the cruise ship. But if you can bring wine bottles and especially make it heavy, I brought two ports, um, and. 
if you have like a couple drinks a day, like it's really. I can see myself just like buying like this like really wine and I hate it and it's like I don't drink like red wine and like just like suffering it down because it's a higher alcohol percentage. <laughs> <laughs> I want to save money. You got to do what you got to do to get there. <laughs> um, I would say also from what I kind of mentioned earlier, is make sure you have that carry on when you're coming through that the cruise line. Never just give them all your bags so that you have your items ready to get in the pool or whatever it may be. Um, other tips are they do have limited plugs, right? Like the stateroom is only so big. Oh, okay. So you can't bring a uh, surge protected power strip. But you know how those like interesting little blocks that you can kind yeah, of plug in? Yeah, that has multiple plugs on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend bringing one of those because there's only like two or three in a room. One of them's probably in the bathroom. So, you know, if you're with a lot of people, you'll definitely want more plugs. Now, have you done interior rooms on all your cruises? Yeah, all interior. Is that okay? Is that bothersome to you? I don't think it is. But, again, my personal experience is you're going to be out around most of the time, right? You're trying to uh, enjoy all the activities they have because they will have something planned every single hour. Uh, And you know what's actually funny? I don't think I ever told you this. So when I was on the Royal Caribbean cruise, they were doing uh, these little raffles and quizzes and one of the quizzes was airport codes hey. <laughs> so you know Got I want that one. <laughs> yeah yeah what'd of you course. get uh they had a lot of international ones so i was actually kind of surprised i knew them all but uh it was like 20 random airport codes and i ended up getting them all and i also got um did you win anything though yeah, I don't remember what it was. I will say I did win. Okay, this is probably just me. I'm going to knock on wood now. But I always have the best luck when it comes to raffles. And oh, I always nice. end up winning stuff. So on the Royal Caribbean cruise, I did win a raffle for um, a spa credit, which was oh, nice. okay. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And I also won that airport code random. <laughs> <laughs> random trivia I was not expecting to come up, but, you know. Hey, trivia sounds fun. I would like to do that on the cruise. Tri- trivia is fun. And, you know, they just do it in the most random spots. So you're, like, walking from one place to another. They even had, like, comedian shows, which I always went to all of them because they were pretty funny. Um, But, yeah. Wow. That's cool. So, and and what about, um, I guess one other question has any other cruise lines that you would like to try out or have heard good things about that you want to try next time? So, you know, there's a lot of cruise lines, um that there's a lot of pros and cons and again based on your activities i think i would want to do carnival and national geographic actually has one but that one's not antarctica or alaska or something no i don't recall all the locations but that one's a lot smaller it's not even a real cruise line but it's more specialized for you know national nature yeah Yeah. national geographic things so we've kind of talked about how you can how you know your experience doing cruises um, from my side and from the airline and employees side, there is actually a lot of really great ways that you can get cruises for like really cheap. So there's different websites. I know Perks, ID90, Interliner. Those are all three really discounted cruise um, booking options where they can get you, they can have like agents that can help you pick out a cruise and then also give you things like um, onboard credits or free drink package or something like that. Or just really cheap, low um, base rates for the cruises. And a lot of the cruises are going to be, like, close in. So they know, hey, airline employees, like, they're going to be able to, like, hop on a standby flight and get there really quickly 
and get on the cruise. And they might even have more flexible, you know, policies for cancellation depending on the, you know, the cruise and what the cruise line wants to do. So really great option. Definitely check out those types of websites if you want a discounted cruise. Now, this is another option which I book my cruises through where you can get actually almost free cruises for with the exception of a few fees and anyone can do it not just cruise line people so um i've talked about this on the las vegas episode and if you haven't listened to the episode how to do las vegas for almost free definitely recommend that episode uh it's one of the older episodes but i thought it's something i was i'm really interested in and i can definitely do an update episode for that if if that's something people are interested in or if they have questions of course send us a dm on instagram anyways basically this type of cruise offers comes from casinos land-based casinos and i know what what are you thinking is like hey i don't gamble do you gamble no i don't i didn't even think it would come from casinos i'm actually a little surprised okay so you know that there's casinos on the cruises right oh yeah i definitely did my gambling on there (laughs) oh okay 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 um, I've also heard that the odds on those are really, really bad. They're so bad. I <laughs> Worse than the land money. base because they're not like yes. regulated in the same way. Mm-mm. Anyway, so basically there's three entry points. Let's start at the entry point here. You can either get a credit card. There's the founder's card, which is a really like 565, 595 annual fee credit card with a lot of different elite membership perks, things like that. I personally wouldn't recommend that route. It's quite expensive. And I don't think there's tons of value. Other credit cards probably could get you a better value. Uh, And that's not even a credit card. That's just a membership card. The next option is to get the Wyndham Business Earner credit card. It's a business credit card. Hmm. But almost anybody is considered a business just by, you know, doing your hobby, doing DoorDash, doing Instacart, or just applying as a sole proprietor. You can use your Social Security number and apply for that credit card. Now, I actually applied for it, and I got denied. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's a Barclays card, and they're so – honestly, it's probably the worst application process. I'm not going to sugarcoat it of of Mm. getting the card. Um, Basically, what happened – you apply online. It said, we need more information. Um, So I had to, like, send, like, proof via fax of, like, my – what was it? Identity proof, like driver's license and I think social security card, too. Had to send that proof via fax, and it took like a freaking week and things like that. They called, they, so I called them and they said, Oh, it's approved, but there's some reason I can't get it to work. Okay, you need to call this company part. Oh, they're not open during these hours. Okay, mm. call them back. That's so, and then I got the same person. And you did go like through like four different things on the phone, and they're like, Oh, you know, it's, it's, I need to get to this person. Finally, get to the right person. He tells me, Oh, um, you're no longer approved because you opened too many credit cards <gasps> in recent times. Dang. Yeah, what a, it was a joke of an application process. If you do get approved for that card, though, it's a $95 annual fee. You'll get Wyndham, which is a low-cost, you know, a budget hotel chain. Mm-hmm. You'll get um, their diamond status. And with that diamond status, you're able to get Caesars Diamond, which is a massive um, casino resort operator in the United States, in Las Vegas and other places around the U.S. So that's kind of your starting point. Another starting point is to get the MGM Rewards credit card. Um, MGM is another massive casino resort operator and they give you the pearl status which is another status which you can match to other casinos um the other way is if you had status through like a a cruise line since you can do the gambling things on the cruise they will Mm -hmm. um some they'll have like royal caribbean will like match to mgm 
Okay, or final one would be <laughs> to have Hyatt status mm-hmm. already or, or Wyndham status through organic like spending and hotel status, not through like a credit card or status match. Um, and when you have that, you can also get this status to get the um, casino status. Gotcha. Okay. So you get the casino status, right? Mm-hmm. Now you do the fun thing, which is called status <laughs> matching. I take my, for example, I had MGM gold card first. Take it around and I show this casino here and that casino there. Hey, I have high status. And not all of them do do anything. But some of them will give you their status card, which is also a high status. And you have a year to meet the requirements. Otherwise, you'll go back down to the base level. Dang, okay. You don't have to gamble, though. I mean, you have to gamble to keep the status. But you don't have to gamble to like get the status from the status match initially. Okay. So the next part is... You have these statuses. Now you can either take the statuses, and I had four or five at the time, and submit the pictures to a few different cruise lines. Have you heard of Holland America? No, I haven't. So that's a that's a cruise line based out of like uh, Seattle, and they do a lot of Alaskan cruises, also down to Mexico, mostly West Coast. I don't I don't know how much Caribbean stuff they have. They do have Caribbean, but I think it's based out of Seattle. So a lot, lots. It's an older, generally like a more retiree kind of, you know, yeah, 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 cruise line. Another one would be Carnival. Another one also would be Royal Caribbean. All three of these cruise lines let you submit your cards um, from the casinos, and they will throw you an offer, whether it's a discount cruise or a totally free cruise. And in many cases, it, it is totally free. So if you have a high status, you submit, oh, they think you're a big gambler on land, they want you as a scammer at sea because you're probably going to lose a lot of money. And um, if the room is going to go empty anyways, why not fill it up with someone that's going to gamble and spend a bunch of money on your ships? When do you know that you'll get it for free, though? Like you're saying throw it their way. So when exactly is it appropriate and when do you expect to get that room for free? Um, once you submit the matches, they just tell you. But do you like? Do you specify this is the cruise ship I want to go to, or do no? You, they they like... say, hey, this is a free cruise match for a seven day cruise here, in and you have to book it by this time, and then you just go look through the cruise and choose. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, for example, here's a few of the different things you can do. So, Holland America, from what I saw, you can go on any of their ships, but you had to book by the end of the year any mm. place. Okay. Uh, Carnival also you could go anywhere, which include Europe trips, Ooh. which was super cool. Or Caribbean or anything. Royal Caribbean was five nights just in the Caribbean. So it's a little bit more restrictive mm-hmm. um, for them. The other option, and we'll get back to how, you know, my experience with these cruises and everything like that. The other option is you go out to Atlantic City, New Jersey. And you take the status and you match around there so you get even more statuses. And you go to Hard Rock Casino, get their Hard Rock status. You bring it to Ocean Casino, which is a casino probably the nicest one in Atlantic City, and you get their high status called Ocean Prime. So this is the real gateway because this is the best option. First of all, you get two nights of the win in Las Vegas for free with a $50 credit. We actually just stayed this that this last weekend. So again, listen to the Vegas episode. We go through all that um, or send me a DM or anything. But on our Instagram, we posted a really fantastic stay of the win. Anyways, you get that hotel status. You get a seven-day cruise on msc cruises which is like an italian cruise line in anywhere in the caribbean you don't have to pay any port taxes or fees oh yeah those port taxes get you 
Yeah. Hey, so I nice. think it's like a two. If I'm wrong, I think it's a two hundred dollar deposit, which you get back on the form of an onboard credit, which you can actually cash out the casino. People say like you can actually just cash it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, no port taxes or fees. The only thing you're gonna pay is gratuities, and if you wanted a drink package or anything like that. So that is almost the cheap, the very cheapest option for getting a cruise. Um, and I haven't actually booked that one, but it's a really cool option because there is a limit, a time limit of when you can do it. And for example, my status expires on June 30th. But if you get the status on a different time of the year, you'll have all the way until next year's June 30th. I just got mm-hmm. it kind of late in the years for the status. So I had I didn't I don't have time to book it by then. So is that how you booked yours currently through the ocean? So I took my card from Ocean. I took my MGM gold card and I took my Caesars diamond card. Actually, I don't have Caesar's Diamond. My husband does, but I don't have Caesar's Diamond um, just because there's restrictions about uh, matching with them. You have to be a new card holder. I wasn't. Uh, and I took my Hard Rock status, and I said, submit a picture. And the first thing I did was oh, – it was Holland America. Yes, Holland America was first. You have to book by the end of the year. So I booked it for November, and you can go anywhere but – just due to time, PTO, and visa restrictions, we decided to go down to Mexico. And it's leaping from San Diego, I believe. Yep, San Diego, going down and hitting all like the Baja, California, in in, in that little inlet, mm-hmm. Cabo San Lucas, things like that. Going to be really fun. Seven days. Um, you booked with Holland America. You We got an interior room. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, it's like one of the medium-sized ships, uh, not the biggest i think but their 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 ships are all pretty similar size to be honest and then we all pay, we both paid we both get a hundred dollars free play and then uh drinks to the casino too when you're gambling which isn't it's okay you gotta be gambling though it says actively gambling so it's not like you can just go to the casino and grab a free drink yeah i mean my experience would have been totally different if i paid for free i mean free always tastes better so <laughs> oh yeah for sure for sure i would not have complained one bit about that <laughs> so now my situation is um we have the opportunity, if you want, it's like an all-inclusive thing mm-hmm. where you can pay and get the Wi-Fi and the drinks and I think a free credit for the excursion, all like a package price. Okay. But it's expensive. Ooh, how much are they stating? Okay, so so their option is $50 per person per day for Wi-Fi, uh, discount on shore excursions and drinking and some specialty dining. For a hundred dollars a day, for two people, so seven days, seven hundred bucks. Ooh. It's a little expensive. Yeah. Well, uh, and that's not including gratuities, I don't think. Mm-mm, no, it doesn't. I would say, so first of all, if one person gets a drink package in yep. the room, everybody has to. I ask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They know people will cheat around with that. So, I mean, if one person is gonna do it, you both have to commit to the whole, basically getting wasted the whole time. But, <laughs> um, get your money. Yeah, get your money worth because it's expensive. But, you know, though I will say the Wi-Fi never really works that well. So I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. You know? I mean, just enjoy it, right? There's so many activities. Yeah. And if you really want to post something, wait until you're uh, in Mexico. And make sure you have the, you know, the data plan to oh, yeah. post things and go on social media in Mexico. But to me, depending on what the prices are for all those things individually, I would probably just go for one. Like I wouldn't get the Wi-Fi 
the excursions, I mean. And I have a hundred dollar. Oh, I think it's free play. I wish it was an onboard credit. I could just apply it to the drinks, you know, to have a few drinks. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I would say it's probably not worth it, but maybe again, you're a lot more hardcore than me and can drink for all seven days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> So the next one I booked, and this is cool, the carnival. So you can book anywhere in the world. We decided to do a Caribbean. And the nice thing is you could book really far out, like March of next year. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. So we're going March of next year. It's on the Carnival Horizon, which is not the biggest ship, but it's also not a small ship. It's on like the medium to to large ships. Okay. So – uh, we are okay with that. We looked at also doing a larger ship, but just like the places it went and, and, and everything, what we decided is we're okay with the, looking at the amenities of that ship okay. and, and where it went. We liked that and also visa stuff and what country we could go to. Well, March is a great time period too because I will say, so during hurricane season, which November is like towards the end, so I think you'll be safe. But if there is a hurricane in one of the places you are stopping at, they'll either cancel the trip entirely or you just won't go there at all. Oh, just so. Circle they'll, in the in the water. <laughs> <laughs> just do a little wraparound, or <laughs> or they'll just find a port that's open. Like it's very random. But if you were really planning oh, on, really? let's say, you know, you want a longer excursion and you wanted to go to Honduras, right? And Honduras has hurricane season, so you know they say the weather's too bad to stop there. Then they'll just stop at a different port, and you know, for some people that's really important because that's what they're going for for specific countries and specific things they decided to do off the island. Right. So I think March is a great time to do it. Interesting. And the other side is also I'm going on the Baja California side in November. I don't think there's hurricanes. Mm-mm. No, or wasn't it tsunamis on the other side? El Nino. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, that one we're going. We have an ocean view that time. Ooh. And then we paid. Um. That's funny. All views are ocean view. <laughs> no, well, it has no, a window. No, no window. Yeah, I know. It's just funny. <laughs> so we had $100 per person uh, credit or deposit, which is turns into onboard credit. Mm-hmm. And then the, the you this one, um, the port tax and fees would be 160 a person. For eight days, we're going down to Aruba, Curacao, <gasps> and Dominican on the I've way back. I always wanted to go to Aruba. Yeah, they look so cool. And I kind of assumed like it would be more serious tri- i don't know i don't want to say it would be less like families and crazy party people going to these, these smaller destinations on like a longer cruise is what i assumed mm, okay i just didn't want to go to like a bahamas for one day and then just be like absolutely insane massively packed pool who no, knows yeah no and that's i just sure, thought they would right? be more unique destinations too no i it's not easy to fly to and i'm sure you'll feel a huge difference between going to mexico and then going to all those yeah like i guess i didn't want it to be like i've been to like dominican republic and things like that like oh we're going to dominican yes but i didn't want it to be too much of the like really touristy i kind of want like i I thought aruba and curacao sounded more unique and like i don't want to say untouched but like less visited for sure. And maybe had more of their like real culture than They're just commercialized. A lot more unique experiences. Than yeah. Most people do Mexico. I mean, that's what I did. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you have that option and we have that book for March. Both of these cruises, um, really, really good deals. I don't I don't know what I was going with this. <laughs> Let me look at my script here. <laughs> going off script. So we have those cruises booked, and again, the only things you're paying for for these cruises without the MSC one that that you don't pay any um, 
port fees. But the other ones you're going to pay port fees and taxes, gratuities, drink packages, Wi-Fi, and anything that you want to do as an extra excursion Mm -hmm. or specialty dining. So that's the thing about cruises. It's like it can be cheap, but also you need to be like really aware of what you're getting and how you're doing it. Exactly. Especially with like those excursions offshore. Like you don't know how much you're going to be paying for those or – um even with the specialty dining i'll take specialty dining over wi-fi every day i mean you really you better be enjoying that food it's the only food on that ship so you get kind of tired of the buffet after a while the oh really stay. okay now if you're going to be booking a cruise like i said it's good to use um one of those services or get it for free through our status ma- doing status matching another thing i you might consider is buying discounted gift cards so looking for sales on diff and gift cards or using cashback portals for um, finding cheap deals. Hey, we'll save 10%. That's, that's a lot of money. If it's a whole family, things like that. Like if you can save even 5%, that could be what? 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. That's 50 bucks. No, for sure. Um, other things that I would consider when going on a cruise is not saying, you know, be careful about not booking with the ship, but like looking at other options, right, about when you get off the ship, about where you want to go and not always doing what they offer? What do it's, you think about that? It's 100% way cheaper every time you'll do it off, you know, off the ship, not with them. But yeah. They don't guarantee you can't get back. You, you can't guarantee. Like, if, you know, if you were an excursion that was part of that ship, especially depending on the amount of people that were in that group, if they are aware of it, you know, you get a flat tire or, if we took the ferry and the ferry was late, whatever the yeah. case was, is it they that tight? Did they really make it that tight? Oh my gosh, yeah. You, oh, you better be running. And you know what? The port looks so that like runway looks way <laughs> smaller than what it actually jetty, is. Right? Yeah. yeah, that yeti. Is that what it's jetty, called? Jetty, jetty, jetty. I think that's the right word. I, we're not. <laughs> we're not experienced people. <laughs> with this. <laughs> but yeah, it's just way longer than what you expect. So you're you better be pier, hauling pier. if you're. Yeah, you better be hauling on that pier if you're running late. Like I remember, we were kind of running late more because we were by the little shops buying, you know, oh. little things here and there. And but like then, how it, many minutes did you have? I think I had like 10 minutes left. Oh my God. But it started raining. And so people were thinking they could wait out in the rain, like, because it was just, you know, random rainstorm that was occurring. And we're like, no, we got to go. So we were hauling. And of course, it stopped raining the moment we all made it back on the ship. But yeah, it's just, it's a horrible experience if you get caught in it. So I wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) I think maybe my anxiety, I would just be too stressed about it the whole time. But I feel like if you just did something in the morning and then you were going to like stay in the city, whatever, nearby in the afternoon, it wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, I think it depends on the the location of where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are some people like in Kusumo, right? It's its own island of, you know, and they have little beaches here and there. So you can absolutely just stay there and not pay for an excursion. But, you know, it just depends on how you feel about where you're going to be. So Interesting. Well, I'm excited to try out the cruising whole the cruising thing, see if I like it. And sounds interesting and like totally different. I've never done it. And it's been really great to talk with you about this. You know what? You haven't dropped the Amex plug. <laughs> Wait, what, what's the deal with Amex? Amex, they do. They even have like cruise offers. Cruise offers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. During the pandemic, they had really and they still kind of do sometimes. Mm-hmm. It'll be like. 250 or $500 off if you spend like two grand or something. Yeah, that's what we did. That's why. Oh, we, you did? That's why we chose Royal. Oh, my gosh. We got like, I think it was $400 off. So we're that's like, good. Add it on to the offers and then got through it. So. Yeah, yeah. Definitely keep an eye out for that kind of thing because mm-hmm. let's be honest, 
sometimes cruise lines need more people after the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> so they can offer struggle. good deals, things like that. A little struggle bus. I will say, like last final notes on cruises, things that I don't think most people know about is you can ask for a foam topper on your bed. Okay, that's interesting. It's like very random, but if you find it so uncomfortable, you're going to be there for eight days. So you can ask for things to make it more plush because they're very firm and harsh. Okay. I will say that. So my other tip would be is that when uh, you're on these random locations, get as much stuff as you want, especially from like those local um, grocery stores or restaurants, whatever the case may be, because it is much easier to go through customs on a cruise ship than it is to go through the airport. Oh. It, the lines are way, um, way smaller, right? Like there's not as many people going through. The hassle is just much easier so like when you're for example when i came back from royal caribbean and got into texas it was no line at all and all they ask is you know what are you bringing back and you know i bought alcohol of course you know authentic tequila (laughs) (laughs) and then when i'm bringing it back they hold on to it while you're on the cruise ship the whole time but then when you're coming out they just put like you know i think it was like a ten dollar tax on it how do they make sure you don't sneak it back onto the ship when you're coming back? Oh, when they so when you're Real coming security. through, they have what is it called? Those huge scanners, yeah, and they're checking every single person as you're coming through. So you can't just sneak it back <laughs> in. <laughs> they check everything, but when if you have alcohol, they'll hold it for you. It's pretty convenient, especially when you have a small stateroom for all the souvenirs you have. But yeah, I would I would say if you're gonna be on a cruise ship, when you're on that cruise ship. Go get some alcohol because it's just much easier to go through than when you're coming back through the States. Especially, right, like when you're on that plane, it's a lot less convenient to carry around bottles or, you know, like you're scared that something's going to break in your suitcase, right? Whereas like when you're in that cruise ship, you can hold it on in your carry-on bag and you're not really scared of anything being broken. That's awesome. Yeah. So my last final thoughts, (laughs) my last tip. Well, thank you, Selena, for coming on and filling in for Millie being gone here. Um, if you guys are new to the podcast, please give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, and also Instagram. We post a lot of content on there. If you DM us, we'll we'll respond back. I promise. Um, as long as it's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, if you are interested in supporting the podcast, um, you know we're relatively small. It's not like we're making money really from this. Uh, please use our referral links for credit cards. We love the points. I know. Millie and I and Selena loves points. <laughs> Not she's getting any cut of that. <laughs> I'm just here for you guys. That's yeah, true yeah, yeah. But yeah, use our referral links for credit cards. It really, really helps us out and we appreciate it. And I know a lot of you probably listening to this thinking, hey, maybe I should get a card. So definitely take out the take a look at the links um in the description for all those links and to be able to apply for the cards and everything like that. Thank you for listening. This is Matt. And this is Selena. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.